Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Vanu Podcast. We are the visual arts at Northwest Nazarene University. My name is Mike Bartlett, and we are here to make connections between art and the real world. In this episode, we actually have a really big announcement for our campus and for our program. One of our classes is creating products to sell in our bookstore. Yeah, I know, right? We're gonna have custom designed products by our art students for sale in our campus bookstore. Within this project, we're gonna look at the entire project and product life cycle from beginning to end. We're gonna look at how to create graphics for multiple products. We're gonna talk about locations of those graphics and talk about how those designs fit from products big to small. But before we get talking about that project, we also have an announcement about a fun event that we have every year involving several departments across campus. We have an event called Night of the Arts. This year, we're having the event on February 17th in the Brandt Center from five to seven o'clock. If you'd like a postcard for this show and future shows, feel free to email us at art at nnu.edu. Night of the Arts is a fun event featuring all sorts of different arts from across the campus. The music department brings a jazz combo that plays music all night long and provides an awesome atmosphere. Then towards the first part of the evening, we'll hear some poetry and some other readings from the English department and from the communications department. And it's fantastic to hear the pieces that they come up with and how the students prepare and recite and read all sorts of different things. Then about halfway through the event, we give out some special awards to our visual artists that have submitted artwork for the show and artwork that's been accepted for the show. We'll give awards out for best painting, best graphic design work, best photograph, best sculpture, and things like that. It's a great way to honor our students and the hard work that they've done over the past year in classes and outside of classes and really see a variety of what they can do. So it's a wonderful night to be able to showcase a variety of artwork, a variety of pieces and thoughts and ideas straight from our students and to see what they've done. Then after those awards, we open up the upstairs galleries and everybody can go up and see that artwork, including the winner's artwork that's marked off and labeled of who's won what category. And we have potentially some fancy desserts available. You'll have to come by and see what we have this year. So it's a ton of fun. Night of the Arts at NNU. It is February 17th from five to seven o'clock. And if you want more information to follow up, we'll be putting more information about Night of the Arts on Instagram at VA underscore underscore NNU. All right, back to our regular scheduled program. Okay, now this episode is all about creating graphics and creating ideas for products. That's a really practical thing to do. It's a standard design process thing to do. It's something that designers do all the time. They create artwork for t-shirts, for stickers, for water bottles, for all sorts of things to sell in stores, to sell in bookstores, to sell at events, for all sorts of things. And this semester, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, our students get an opportunity to create specialized, individual, custom-created designs for products to sell in our bookstore. Now, I'll tell you what, 
This is an experimental thing. We are gonna order a small set of product and sell that starting around April and through, I believe, June. So if you wanna get your hands on this stuff, you've gotta come in right away and pay attention to our Instagram account to see when this is gonna be available. And even starting next week, pay attention to our Instagram account to see what ideas we have. And we'd love to hear feedback from you. We're gonna be putting up our whole process on Instagram so you can be a part of it. So you can see the idea generation, you can see our successes and our failures and what's working and what's not working. And you can follow along the whole way. We want our community involved, we want you involved, and we want you to see and get a glimpse of kind of what this process looks like. We started this process and we're working on this project with Gail Walker, our bookstore buyer. So she's really kind of our client and NNU is our client. And we'll be talking with marketing as well to see what's working with the logo, what we can do with the logo, how far we can push it right now. And that's a real world constraint that we have for products like this. And through this class, I will reference my experience working at Carhartt. This is something that I did at Carhartt for five years. I created graphics for them. I created patterns, um, posters, ads, and things like that for them on a variety of styles. And a lot of times using their logo and definitely using the theme of our branding at Carhartt. So this is a lot of what I've done. This is my background. This is a lot of my experience. And it's really fun to be able to share that with students. And it's so rewarding to be able to see this process from sketching ideas to showing them to people, to then rendering them on the computer, and then actually seeing them printed on a garment, and then seeing if somebody likes it enough to actually buy it and wear it around. Man, I'll tell you what, there's nothing cooler than seeing somebody wearing something that you designed or using a coffee mug that you designed or slapping a sticker on their car or their computer that you put a lot of hard work and effort into, and they think it's cool enough to, to put right on their water bottle or computer or wear it on a t-shirt. That is really, really cool and really rewarding. So let's start talking about this process. First things first, we've got to think of some graphic ideas. We have to think of a range of ideas. And this is possibly my favorite part of the process, the idea generation process. We actually sat down with our bookstore buyer, Gail, last week and we Started throwing around a few ideas, but also both Gail and I said, don't limit yourself with ideas right now. This is the part of the process where our job as designers is just to think of ideas. We wanna think of as many ideas as possible, and we're gonna go on bird trails and go down and think of some ideas over here, some ideas over there. We don't wanna limit those, we just wanna think of fun ideas. So I love this part of the process. We just get to think of fun things to do. We'll go out and we'll look at inspiration. We'll see what other people have done and we'll take those ideas and kind of spin off of them a little bit to make sure we change them. But we just think of ideas. So actually, we next week as a class, we are going to be looking at at least 30 ideas per student in this class. And we have 12 students in the class. So we're gonna see a lot of ideas right away next week. We'll put some of those up on Instagram. I don't know if we'll put all of them up, but we'll put a lot of them up and get your thoughts and get your feedback on maybe what we should do. So we're gonna collect a lot of ideas. And so between um, last Wednesday and this next Monday, students are gonna be cranking out a ton, a ton of ideas. I'll even uh, give them some general categories. Uh, and just like I'm breaking down with you, we're gonna talk about kind of general categories of how to create ideas and kind of help you along the way. 
it's helpful to break things down into categories. And so when you're making something like this, typically you're making things like this for a client, or maybe you're not making, maybe you're making things for yourself. And in that case, just ignore this and do whatever you want and do whatever you think is fun. But if you're making something for a client, I always start off and I think about creating a range of graphics. I kind of look at one end and I think, all right, I'm going to create some designs that I know are um, safe and I know our, our bookstore buyer in this case. I know that Gail is going to like those. I know marketing is going to like those. I'll think of a few ideas in that range and then I'll think of ideas way on the other side that I think they are going to say no to. So some really crazy ideas, some all over the shirt ideas, things that are way too big to print, too complicated, too crazy, too wild. And then I think of things in between there. And usually if I kind of think of that range from safe ideas to wild and crazy ideas, I kind of find out where, and we're going to find out where Gail lands on this, kind of where on this spectrum of safe to kind of wild and crazy uh, does she want to go? And where does marketing want to go with this as well? So we're going to kind of think through a spectrum of those things. Then as we're thinking of ideas, sometimes, like I said, the number 34 sketches, that can be daunting for some students. And honestly, 30 ideas at this initial phase is a pretty small number. I'd probably crank out 50 or maybe even 100 ideas, just simple ideas, iterations of ideas, but a number of ideas because I just want to think of options, think of ideas. I want to think of what's out there. And then if I put them in some of these categories, it also helps me think of things as well. First of all, I think, like I said before, kind of safe to crazy. So kind of all over the spectrum in that sense of, okay, what's predictable? Some just text-based designs, some logo-based designs. How can we take the logo and just make it in simple colors, vary the color, and then you go as far as you want on the other side with just melted cheese Nighthawk or melted graphic or something like that, or something really kind of wild and crazy, any kind of thing you want on the crazy side of things. Then I also think big to small. What kind of graphics could work well, really small on a t-shirt or a sticker or a bottle? And what things could look really big? That might be a different kind of graphic. Then I have a couple other categories. I have kind of a, a logo-based category, text-based category, graphic-based um, from simple illustrative to photo real. So first of all, the logo category. This project is for NNU. And we have a couple logos that we can work with. We have our shield and we have a side-facing Nighthawk and a forward-facing Nighthawk. So I'd look at those three and look at the shield first and say, all right, maybe let's create five iterations of the shield. Let's do the shield and maybe some different kind of colors. Then maybe let's kind of like slice it up and chop it up and do some different things with it. And then let's take a couple options and just really make it crazy. What can I do with the NNU shield to just give it a different feel? What if it was a different texture? What if it was a material? What if it was a food? Um, what if it was a season or an era, something like that? Then I would also think of text-based graphics. You know, we have slogans at NNU, we have here for good. Uh, we have a number of other things that we say on campus. So what are some just text-based ideas that I can then maybe play around with typography? Then also I'll just think of graphic-based and image-inspired things. I'll look at really, really simple graphics. I'll look at maybe more illustrative, a little more complex graphics, and then potentially maybe some photoreal graphics as well. I should pause for a moment and say, before thinking of any of these things, you guys may be thinking of this already. You think, you're thinking, 
Mike, you forgot a really big, important point. You should talk about this before you think at all of what you're going to design. Who are you designing for? You should really do that first. You should think about who is going to buy this? What do they like? What might they want to look at? And as we talked about this as a class, there's a number of people and a variety of people who buy products from the bookstore. There's students, there's prospective students, there's current students, graduates, there's alumni with a variety of ages and interests. One thing that they have in common is that they like NNU, they're going to NNU, or they went to NNU. So we have to think about who is going to buy this and what do they want to wear? So that's a pretty strong design principle that you really should think about before sketching any idea out. You should think about who you're designing for. That's really important. So let's let's chalk that up to point number one. And then the things I said before was really point number two. So you really need to think about that first. Then after you've thought through some of those ideas, it's important to think about some of the physical constraints of what you have going on and what product you might be designing for. Now, we put up a quick Instagram poll this week, but we'll be doing a little bit more. I'm really curious to hear from you all. If you're on Instagram, please give us a shout out and say what you would like to see in the bookstore. Do you want to see a sweatshirt? Or let me reframe that. What would you buy? I'm curious about what you actually want to buy, what you want to wear to show your NNU pride, to show that you went to NNU, that you like NNU, um, whatever that looks like whatever that is for you. Are you looking for sweatshirts, t-shirts, hats, beanies, mugs, stickers? What do you want? What's kind of some of the old standards? What are some new things? Uh, what kind of things would you like with some new NNU designs on them? So within that category too, we have to think about what we're designing for and who we're designing for, and then also what we're designing on. So if we're thinking of graphics for t-shirts, if we want to use that design across the board, we have to think about how that's going to work on a t-shirt, potentially on a mug, and then on a sticker. Now stickers, you can pretty much print as many colors as you want. You can do some spot colors and some specific colors, but you can pretty much print whatever you want for stickers. So that's an easy one. It just kind of gets down to size and scale, but that one's pretty safe. You can do whatever you want. Now t-shirts and mugs are a little different. Let's start with mugs. Mugs are probably the hardest. Depending on what you're doing and some of the mugs that we've looked at, but we may do something else. If you want to screen print on mugs or photo print on mugs, again, you can almost do whatever you want depending on what colors you have, but you also have a curved surface. You have multiple angles that you can see the mug from and the design from. And then you have to really think about how that design is going to scale because a mug of any kind typically has a wrap type of image. So it's a really long horizontal image. So you have to think about how your design is gonna work on there. Especially if it's an etched design, like we've seen uh, in the past in our bookstore, and a few people have mentioned that already. If you're going to have something etched with a laser and then maybe filled in or painted in, your design has to have some sort of simplicity to it. It can't be hyper complex. And then let's move into t-shirts or sweatshirts. Let's even skip past embroidery because I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see if the students want any embroidery. Embroidery is expensive and it's time consuming. And honestly, for this project, I don't know if we have time for it. So sorry to burst your bubble on that, but maybe for next time. Um, but embroidery, what you have to think about is it is expensive. And the smaller you get, the harder it is to have detail. So your design has to be a little more simple. Okay, now let's think about screen printing for sweatshirts or t-shirts. If you're going to screen print, 
Number one, your design can't be super complex. It can be fairly complex though. Um, but two, your color. The more colors you print, the more expensive your garment is. Typically, whatever screen printer you're using has a setup charge per screen. Now, this should probably be a whole nother episode of what screen printing is like, but when you actually push ink through a screen, for you need a screen for each color. So if you're making our logo, uh, the NNU Nighthawk logo, and you're putting that on a black t-shirt, you would need a white screen, a potentially a black screen, a red screen, and a gray screen. So you have four screens right there, and that brings up your cost quite a bit. So you have to think about what your design is and how many colors you can. Now, you can be smart about this, and maybe you can use one color to do a couple different things. So you could use gray and a halftone pattern to make a light gray somewhere and then print it solid to print uh, another variation of gray somewhere else. So think about how many colors you have. Now also within this category too with screen printing um, or let me say just with garments and with apparel, with sweatshirts, um, with t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, sweatpants, things like that. You can do a heat transfer press, which is kind of like a fancy iron on um, and it looks good and is not as big and bulky or you can do direct to garment, sometimes called sublimation printing as well. But that is limited to who your t-shirt printer is um, and then what kind of equipment and sometimes depending on what fabric your shirt is. So if you source it well and you find a good printer that can do those things, great, go for it. Um, but think about those limitations when you're printing your shirts. Now, after thinking of all those things, after thinking of the products that you might work with, who this is for, who you're actually designing for, that's really important. You're gonna go back to your ideas and think through, okay, what kind of ideas do I have? What kind of graphics might uh, be good on t-shirts? What might be good on bottles? What might be good on stickers? And what are those gonna be made of? Sometimes I like to kind of travel through time and think of themes or eras. So I might think of, well, what would this NNU graphic look like in the 1800s or the 1920s or the 50s or the 70s or the 90s or something like that? That can help put you in the mindset of a different visual, a different graphic and give you a lot of different ideas. Also, sometimes I like to think of locations. What might a New York feel look like for this shirt? What might a Parisian, a Paris feel look like for this shirt? Or what would an NNU graphic look like as a national park poster? That can often start to jog my mind for thinking of different ideas. Then lastly, after I've thought of a lot of ideas, um, I'll sit down and then I'll start to think about the placement of the graphic. Will this work for a standard center chest? Will it work for a small left chest, small in the middle? Will this work well on the sleeve? Is there a complementary graphic? I can maybe tweak a little bit to put small on the sleeve or on the small upper back or maybe big on the back. So think about the location of your graphic, what your audience might want and how that might work on the different locations. Okay, there we go, there we have it. So that is part of the process. And as we think about this, this is the idea generation process. This can work for all kinds of things, for paintings, for drawings, for websites, for products, for all sorts of things. We're not just going to design the products for the bookstore. No, why would we do that? This is our integrated media campaigns class. This class is all about integrating media. So this is just step one. Stay tuned to Instagram. 
We're going to be advertising these, telling the stories behind these designs on social media. We're going to be creating videos, another form of media. And then we're also going to build, set up and design the display in the bookstore. That's going to be so, so fun. So one of the homework assignments that I gave my students and that we're going to look at over the next few weeks as we design our products, I told our students, I said, we need to get out to retail stores and see how other people display their products. We need to go into big box retailers and see how they merchandise things, how they tell the story of their seasonal lines and their products and how they display their new graphic collections, how they show stickers, how they show water bottles, how they show the things that they show. Okay, there we have it. That's the episode right there. How to create designs, how to create products, how to think of ideas and through really the whole life cycle of the project. So if you're excited about this, I really am. I love this stuff. I think it's so fun. It's really practical. A lot of times companies will do this kind of thing and it will take a year and a half or two years or longer, but we're going to do it in about three months, which is super fast. It's really fast and we're going to see the results right away. So come along with us on this journey. Follow us on Instagram. Stay tuned to these podcasts. We're going to be talking about this and other things about this along the way. And as always, we are here making connections between art and the real world. We'll see you next time.